0: Hello, folks, today we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 20th Costa Rica Pura Vida lifestyle podcast series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and the many, many questions that arise when thinking about moving here, visiting for a while, how one acquires their legal status and so much more becoming a resident of Costa Rica is a truly involved process. More and more individuals and families are thinking about it now, and they're actually starting the process as well. Many people are moving to Costa Rica this year. There seems to be so much stress and a need for change in the lives of so many people all over the world. And Costa Rica is that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis. It's a land of uh, tranquility and just an easy laid back lifestyle and a strong desire for a more sane and peaceful life for all who care to make it happen. Today and throughout the coming months, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his entire team have helped literally hundreds of people, individuals, and families, acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many, many years. He's an expert, he's a professional, and a perfectionist at his trade when it comes to his business, and I'm so happy to have him here with us. As you know, we're recording a series of question and answer type episodes, and each episode will address and answer a few questions regarding the residency process, what one can expect when living in Costa Rica, and other topics that should cover just about every question you have about the daily life that you're going to experience here in paradise you're going to learn about how to begin the residency process how the entire procedure works all the time frames involved and so much more and most important you're going to meet a new friend in Kevin who will indeed have your best interest at hand when you allow him to work hard for you one of his clients actually told me that it's like hiring someone to build a new home for you He and his team roll up their sleeves and they don't waste any time in tackling the task at hand, which is getting you and your family ready to enjoy Costa Rica for the rest of your lives. Kevin, I say welcome to you for the 20th time. Had to take off my right shoe for that one. (laughs) And we appreciate your spending a few minutes with all of us explaining what you know and what we need to know about Costa Rica.
1: Well, you're, you're welcome entirely, Skip. I, uh, I would ask you to put your shoes back on. But uh, above and beyond that, it's my pleasure. Seriously, it's my pleasure to uh, assist everybody as much as possible.
0: Well, I do want to tell you, we're getting a lot of great feedback on this. And there's a lot of people who are sending in questions. And we just have a bucket load of questions available and ready for the next Oh, probably through December right now. Kevin, in our first 19 episodes, we discussed a lot of things, your personal history here in Costa Rica and how you got started, why you got started in the business. And we touched on so many other important points. We reviewed the three main types of statuses and how one determines what status to pursue and why one even needs to think about legal status in the first place. And we went through some of the necessary things to think about how to start a bank account. I remember that. And Uh, does one need to learn Spanish, and so much more, and there's so many questions, as I said, uh, that are coming in, and there's so many questions that come up in the course of one learning more about a country that they may live in for the rest of their lives, and there's no silly or stupid questions, and we appreciate your thoughtful answers to the simplest of questions that we're going to ask of you today. We're here with our many listeners, and they're all eager to hear what you have to say, so Let's get started. I want to start off with um, a question I just received yesterday. Do people keep bank accounts in their home country and just transfer approximately what they need to live on in Costa Rica, or do they start bank accounts here?
1: That's actually a personal choice. A lot of people who are receiving pensions, for example, or source of funds, they, have their bank account still open in their home country. The money is deposited automatically. And then they simply open a bank account down here after the, typically after they get their cedula and ha- instruct or write a check on their home bank account, deposit in their local account, and the money is transferred in a matter of days. That works very well. Of course, you do, can do wire transfers if it's larger sums, or if you only want to do it maybe once or twice a, a year, total up to six, seven months of, of checks, and then have it, all the grand total sent down. It is difficult to open a bank account here without a sedula. the sedula being the, the objective of what you're applying for, legal status when it's approved, Equals or you receive a a cedula, dimex, whatever you want to call it. But the fact is, it's your legal document. It's imperative to have, imperative to have one of these when you go to open a bank account because they need to know that, along with the receipts of uh, a utility and et cetera, et cetera. If you're or if you're renting, copy the lease, et cetera, et cetera. The fast faster way is when you're here and waiting for a sedula, you could always have a Costa Rican corporation formed. That formal corporation will have a sedula attached to it. That sedula would reflect, or the fact that you would be the owner or president, typically president of that corporation you would have a, what they call a personal heritica created indicating that you are the true owner of the corporation. And then you with the paperwork of the corporations and your receipt for a local utility, et cetera, would go to the bank and say, here's my scheduler number. I'm president or owner of such and such a corporation. I wanna open the, corp- the bank account, in the corporation name and use it for personal and corporate reasons. Punto, Finished. done. So it's it's a it's an alternative. The downside is, it's a pain in the butt. Wrong word to use. Sorry, it's a it's a pain with the annual fees for the corporation. They've gotten to the point where they're punitive, and uh, the reporting requirements and such just make it a very unsavory procedure. So, can you do it? Yes. Should you do it? Possibly. Uh, that's the two alternatives
0: thank you well thank you very much Kevin I'm going to ask this next question and can you explain the question first because some people might not know what the heck I'm talking about and then answer it the question is why is there such a spread between the buy and the sell prices at the banks here in Costa Rica
1: Oh. One of my favorite industries is the banking industry. I think I spent 20% of my time in the business week sitting in a bank with either clients or with problems from clients or et cetera, et cetera. The spread, for example, today, I'm just going to use figures that I saw this past week. If I wanted to take dollars, US dollars in and buy colonies, I would get Something like 600, let's just say 60,000 colonies. Okay. If I took 60,000 colonies in to buy dollars, I'd get probably $90. Why? Because the bank plays the game. That's how they make money. It's a big form of how they make money. It's called the spread. The buy rate is not the same as sell. So uh, it's, it's, it's international. It's not indicative of Costa Rica only. It's uh, bankers around the world have been using this for years to not only penalize their clients but to enhance their profits. And my God, they enhance their profits with this. So if they need more money, the spread seems to get larger, and if they and very seldom get and very seldom get less, smaller. Okay, that's the that's the reason it's called larceny and greed says kevin
0: and that's uh just as you said it that happens all around the world just not in costa rica
1: right most people when they move here it may be the first time they've dealt actually in a foreign currency sure so to them it's surprise and it's a gas (laughs) it's shell shock but it's it's traditionally around the world and there may be a government agency controlling it i doubt it i think it's uh each bank has to compete with each other, and there'll be a couple colony or a couple uh penny difference in the rates from different banks, but overall they seem to follow the same clown.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, you touched on this uh next question a few minutes ago, and just take a moment to explain it further is it easy to open a bank account here in Costa Rica once
1: you have a cedula? and a utility bill proving that you, your address, it's not a problem whatsoever. It's before, well, there's another alternative too. If a person were to be applying for rentista status, which means they have to put $60,000 in a bank and the bank will then write a letter to us for immigration, or sorry, let's say they'll write a letter to immigration to give us to submit saying that Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. Joe Blow, applicant for Matista status, has on deposit with us US $60,000, which is available to him at a rate of no more than $2,500 a month if needed. And they sign that. And it's on the letterhead of the bank. And we can take that without further ado, and give it to immigration that they will accept that. But to get the bank account open, what we typically do, we per I personally actually take the clients to the to my bank, we sit there and, and discuss this is my introduce the prospects as my potential new clients who are going to apply for Retista status and therefore need a bank. The bank wants that deposit, so they will facilitate that typically by saying, okay, here's the information you'll need, uh, blah, 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 here's uh, account number, and advise your bank to send it to the following, using the bank following bank instructions, and they will open that bank account for you as a rentista knowing that once that money's in, you're serious, it's a serious uh, uh, application. They're, they're just not jerking them around. So that that we do that. And then at that time, they can increase the amount that they can draw out of it or so, or open a, an additional account. Now, technically the bank account does not have to be here in Costa Rica, but because we we're asking, is it easy to open one here in Costa Rica? I'm giving you that explanation. People say, no, I don't want to do this. I want a bank in, in, in North America or Europe or whatever to supply the letter. We can't put a gun to a person's head, but the fact is, don't do that, folks. First off, get the bank account here in Costa Rica. Second reason is for convenience. sake. The second reason is the banks in North America will typically nod and commiserate with you and say, yes, we understand and then not do anything until you keep following up, following up, and then they'll admit, no, we can't do it. We don't, we, we passed it by our legal department, and the legal department said, no, don't do that because you have to write in that letter Mr. bank in North America, for example, that they will, that you as their client has uh, sixty thousand dollars. That's fine. It's available at no more than twenty-five hundred dollars a month for the next two years. That's fine. But it goes on to say that they will advise immigration that if you close the account, or if you take too much money out, they can't stop you from taking notice of your money. Therefore, it's a liability thing because they're saying, well, wait, how do we advise? How do we advise immigration here in Costa Rica? They don't have any email they don't have any that we have available to us we don't have a name we're just writing a letter to the Department of immigration so they say don't do it liabilities such and such you get sued by the Department of Immigration of Costa Rica and nobody knows where it'll end so don't do it and the banks typically traditionally repeatedly say no and then the keep people come back and say can I can I ask you to go to the bank again and locally and open up a bank account for me with me. So cut to the chase, do it here. The, the letter is signed here in Costa Rica in Spanish and on the letterhead of the bank, therefore it doesn't have to be a post etc, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's ready, user ready.
0: Sure, that's great. And I, I think uh, if I was a client of yours, I not only would appreciate the fact that You know mechanically what you're doing, but uh, I would have a peace of mind that you're doing everything in my best interest. Is that how all of your clients feel? Especially when dealing with banks and all these these new ideas and things that a lot of people probably have never heard about, like the spread, for example.
1: Right. Well, I I, sort of self-serving to answer that, but the fact is, when people actually listen there's a there is a rationale to almost every step that has to be taken the the tough part and i understand it's a defense mechanism or some kind of reservation people have but the tough part is when you suggest something knowing fully well that it's the only way to go and you get continued arguments about i don't want to do it that way i want to do it my way and you, you can listen to that for an amount of time and then it comes to the till the pedal hits the metal, and say, "Well, uh, good luck, folks. Uh, you're on your own because okay, you know it's never." I'd rather have a irritated, irritated ex prospect than a irritated client. So we, I make the call. I, I, it's my business. So. Uh, I make the call, and if it's not going to work, there's no hard feelings, just a, a difference of opinion you're not recognized. I'm right. <laughs> so how is that for an answer?
0: Absolutely. Some people are stubborn. Hey, Kevin, our last question. We noted that uh, CDs here pay a very nice interest rate. And how can those financial institutions afford to pay such high rates?
1: Okay. The CDs here that pay high rates are higher rates are in colonies you don't even want to ask what you would get in a in a dollar account I, like i'm talking about a year cd probably paying one and three quarter percent which hardly takes care of inflation if if, if, if even if it does so the high interest rates you hear are from colony cds and they have to pay that because they have to encourage people to to buy the CDs because it being the local currency is, is what they deal in with the local population. But devaluation and inflation, it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not a proponent of CDs. Period. And, uh, Uh, Some people like them such if you really like CDs, keep them in a in your home country and your home country currency and take the proceeds down here. Sure, that makes a lot of sense. There's no free lunch.
0: There's a lot of things to think about. And we thank you very much for adding your two cents in here. And uh, we're going to continue this each and every day. Uh, Again, thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. We've posted Kevin's contact information and his website address and the program notes associated with this specific episode, and I urge you to follow up with him through his Contact Us page on his website, and I'm also going to post today's recording of our Q&A session on the website as well. And basically, when you're ready to have all of your questions answered, Kevin and his team, they're standing by to get started. Uh, By the way, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 19 conversations with Kevin regarding residency. Lots of good questions about everything involved in having a good life here in Costa Rica. And if you like what you've heard today, why not share our Q&A session link with your friends and family. We love to share our knowledge with everyone who gets anything out of it. And we'd appreciate your helping us get the information out there to all who care to listen. And finally, if you come up with any questions or topics that you'd like Kevin to answer, let us know. Send your request to my email address at Costa Rica. goodnews at gmail.com. That's Costa Rica Good News at gmail.com. Kevin, thanks again. We'll see you here for our next conversation together. We're talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica, what life's about, and everything else that comes under that category. Really appreciate it, Kevin.
1: Well, appreciate the opportunity, Skip. Thank you very much. And onward and forward, Christian soldiers.
0: (laughs) Until next time.